Welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. I'd like to invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Panginoon, ngayong araw na to, we are acknowledging that your will is good, pleasing, and perfect, and that you always have the best intentions for us. Lord, bigyan niyo po kami ng lakas at ng resolve to walk according to your will and your ways. In Jesus' name, Amen. Once again, magandang umaga po sa inyong lahat. I hope that us journeying through the book of Isaiah together is not just strengthening our faith, but also allowing our hearts to be more tender towards Him. And I want to encourage you, if you need prayers or ministry, please don't, don't hesitate to reach out and connect because we'd love to journey with you even at this season. You know, I remember last year we encountered an emergency situation. We had to bring someone for our, for, from our family to the hospital because of extreme pain. And it was very late in the night already. Actually, magmamadaling araw na yun. Tapos, when we were about to leave the house, ayaw mag-start ng car. Na-discharge pala yung battery. And imagine naman the timing, okay? Kung kailan pa madi-discharge yung baterya. Buti na lang, we know that we can call people to help us. We know that We know that there are people whom we can call and who would come to our rescue. And as soon as we called them and told them our situation, they came to our house and helped us. And what a relief, diba, to know that we can actually have people or someone in time of our need. But not only that, we can be assured that they will come to our aid at that time that we need them the most. Because they actually told us that we can call them anytime. Now, For those of you who have been joining us since we started this devotional on the book of Isaiah, medyo nasubaybayan natin kung ano nangyari dun sa nation of Israel. And at this juncture of this, their history, we know that they were attacked, seemingly rescued by other nations, and yet ended up in captivity once again. And if you look at it, they are not just in an emergency situation, but they are in a very desperate situation. And the great news is this, they can call on someone who will not just hear them, but respond to them. But the problem is this, they are not calling to God. Worse is that they are not even recognizing that they need help in the first place. They were calling on other things, counting on other sources for their redemption. In fact, time and time again, we would see in the book of Isaiah how God is the one always initiating and inviting them to return back to Him and assure them that salvation is at hand. And that is what the first half of Isaiah 49 is all about. So let's read the verses from verse 1 to 13. And it says there, Listen to me, O coastlands, and give attention, you peoples, from afar. The Lord called me from the womb. From the body of my mother, He named my name. He made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of His hand, He hid me. He made me a polished arrow. In His quiver, He hid me away. And He said to me, You are my servant, Israel, in whom I will be glorified. But I said, I have labored in vain. I have spent my strength for nothing in vanity. Yet surely my right is with the Lord and my recompense with my God. And now the Lord says, He will form me from the womb to be his servant, to bring Jacob back to him, and that Israel might be gathered to him. For I am honored in the eyes of the Lord, and my God has become my strength, he says. It is too light a thing that you should be my servant, to raise up the tribes of Jacob and to bring back the preserve of Israel. I will make you as a light for the nations, that my salvation may reach to the end of the earth. Thus says the Lord, the Redeemer of Israel and His Holy One, to one deeply despised, abhorred by the nation, the servant of rulers, 
kings shall see and arise, princes, and they shall prostrate themselves because of the Lord who is faithful, the Holy One of Israel who has chosen you. Thus says the Lord, in a time of favor, I have answered you. In a day of salvation, I have helped you. I keep, I will keep you and give you as a covenant to the people to establish the land, to apportion the desolate heritage, saying to the prisoners, come out to those who are in darkness, appear. They shall feed along the ways on all bare heights shall be their posture. They shall not hunger or thirst, neither scorching wind nor sun shall strike them. For he who has pity on them will lead them away and by springs of water will guide them. And I will make my mountains a road, and my highway shall be raised up. Behold, this shall come from afar, and behold, this from north and from the west, and this from their land of sin. Sing for joy, O heavens, and exalt, O earth. Break forth, O mountains, into singing, for the Lord has comforted His people, and will have compassion on His afflicted. Just a quick background about the verses that we read. This is considered as one of the four servant songs in Isaiah. Now, who is this servant that these verses are talking about? Grabe, sobrang ganda ng passage na to, himay-himayin. But for the sake of time, I'll go straight to the point. While we know that God has called Israel as a nation to be His servant by being a witness and light to the Gentiles. But we also know that time and time again, Israel failed to respond to this call. In fact, the situation that they are in, they were in exile at this point, you know, is a result of their disobedience and not responding to that call. You know, the passage that we read tells us that while Israel says, I will rely on my own strength by trusting on my own power, wealth, connections, and favor from other nations. Remember, the past devotionals, we talked about that on how they relayed and relied on, on other nations. Verse 5 in this passage tells us, that the servant acknowledges that God is the one who gives him strength. While Israel was looking for ways to satisfy themselves, you know, if you look back at the previous chapters, you'd see how they, they resulted to oppression because of, of, of that desire to satisfy. This servant acknowledges in verse 4 that his ultimate rewarder is God. That is why he can continue on being faithful even if, diba, he said that in that passage, that even if he said that things are hard or seemingly in vain. You see, this passage is not referring to Israel as a nation, but the ultimate servant who is Jesus Christ. What Israel failed to do, God fulfilled through Jesus Christ. Wow, what a faithful God, don't you think so? Imagine in the midst of Israel's unfaithfulness, God remains faithful and true to His promises. And the great news about it is this. This passage is not just like ancient history, although it happened in history, but it's not like those now we read in the books and say, okay, it happened. But this promise of deliverance and salvation is not just for Israel. While it is true that God will deliver them as a nation, God had a greater plan for the entire creation. That's what verse 6 is all about. In the NLT version, it says, He says, You will do more than restore the people of Israel to me. I will make you a light to the Gentiles and you will bring my salvation to the ends of the earth. 
You see, while Israel is seeking for their deliverance as a nation, Jesus' obedience will deliver not just a nation but an entire creation. Because at the very heart of God is His desire for all people to be saved, redeemed, and restored back to His kingdom. That's what His covenant is all about to Israel. That is why He sent His one and only Son as the ultimate servant, one who will acknowledge God's will, walk humbly according to His grace, and will accomplish the mission once and for all, which is not just a salvation of a nation, but the redemption of humanity. In Israel's failure, God sends Jesus to accomplish the mission. And in the same manner, in our failure, you know, God sends Jesus to rescue us and redeem us. In our failure to battle sin, overcome temptations, and our response is to call upon the only Savior who can take us out of our situation. You know, this was true for our greatest battle with sin, and it is true for us right now, whatever situation we are in right now. My admonition and exhortation for us today is this, call unto Him. Let us not be like the Israelites before who called unto other nations, trusted on their own strength, and relied on their own power. But rely, let's rely on the grace of God, knowing that our Savior has come to rescue us and redeem us. In fact, why don't we do that right now? Let's call unto the name of our Savior today. Lord, thank you for reminding us that we can call upon the name of Jesus. In fact, even before we, we called, you sent him to save us and redeem us. And Lord, we come to you today. We come calling, crying out for salvation and deliverance. Whatever situation we're in right now that we need deliverance from, we're calling out the name of Jesus and we say, Lord, deliver us, rescue us, and save us. Lord, we also repent for the times we're in. We called on other names, relied on other strength, and maybe relied on our own strength and power to rescue out to rescue us out of our situation. Right now, we acknowledge that the only name we can rely on and call upon is the name of Jesus. And that is what we're doing today. Jesus, we call upon you. Deliver us. Save us. Personally, if there are things that we need deliverance from, we're lifting up that up to you right now and we say, deliver us from this situation. Maybe it's personal struggles or situations that we need rescuing from we're calling unto you and we know that you're hearing us and lord as a nation lord we're calling out to you to deliver us from this situation that we are in right now and lord we know that just as you rescued israel from their situation we know that you can rescue us even today and we put our full faith and trust in you alone in jesus name amen
As we end our time together, I want to exhort you, may the grace of God through His Son, Jesus Christ, and the empowering of the Holy Spirit be with you to continue to live faithfully, walk humbly, and serve joyfully our one and true King. Have a great day, everyone. God bless you. You've been listening to the Victory Devotional Podcast. Thanks for joining us. We hope that this will help you build a habit of hearing from God every day. If you'd like more messages like these, you can follow us on Spotify or on our Apple podcast. And if you'd like to watch these messages, you can watch them every weekday morning on our Victory PH Facebook page.